Exodus 14, we're going to be beginning in verse 19 and reading through verse 22. Just so you get the runway, we'll read it once and then come back and read it again. But I'd also ask that as we read through this, if God highlights a text or a portion of the text to your heart that you'd want to pray back to him this morning, um, there may be th- some things that you're going you're gonna to see that I'm not going to see. You're going to bring out in prayer that I would have never thought about. And we'd love to just kind of work our way through this text together and let the prayer time be the devotion time. Um, I do have a couple of comments along the way, but um, this is um, this is an intriguing passage on multiple levels. So Exodus 14, verse 19 says, And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them, and the pillar of the cloud went before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians. So the pronouns there are kind of hard to follow. But so, And it came between the camp of the, the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. So it's moving to the back of Israel and in front of the Egyptians as the Egyptians were pursuing Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them. And that them speaks of, here I am commentating, I'm going to continue reading. But it gave light by night to these, so that the one came not near the other all the night. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind. Um. All that night, and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided, and the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. So, um, as we look at this text, maybe maybe even ponder this text just for a few moments um, and just see what kind of rises to the surface as we think of this text. There are just so many applications here, but some of the applications only come as you meditate and chew on it. So as I mentioned, this, um, this cloud was a... <clears throat> was a darkness to the Egyptians and light to Israel. Uh, verse 20, which is very interesting. This is not what caught my attention, but it's very interesting that the Egyptians would have known that God was working even though they were not God followers. Okay, all they saw was darkness, but... Um, they would have they would have known something's up because they could not get to the to the children of Israel. They couldn't get to Israel. They were held at bay, if you will. So they knew God was God was doing something, even if they weren't God followers. And I think of often even people in our own lives, spouses, children, 
that uh, may not be God followers, but they can't help but see God at work. And may that be compelling to them. May it be sometimes conviction, sometimes their hostility is a result (laughs) of them seeing God at work and just not wanting to admit that God's at work and not wanting to yield to the working of the Lord. So it kind of fuels their their aggression, fuels their conviction. But that's a good sign. That's a good sign. Their hostility is a good sign because God's at work, and they know God's at work. Verse 21, And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and again, I don't, have a, I don't have a polished outline. I'm just kind of meandering through this text together with you. Um, and I th- Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. So God had told him what to do. Moses was doing it by faith. I don't know that Moses knew what he was doing. I don't know that Moses knew all the ramifications of what he was doing. God had just told him, this is what you're to do, and Moses was doing it. I think of our witnessing endeavors. You know, God's not willing that any should perish. Um, we are to give the gospel. We may not know all that's going on in that person's life, but we're to give the gospel. Let God be God and do the work. I even think of pastors and preachers and teachers and disciplers and maybe Bible study leaders that will be opening God's word tomorrow. May it be that we stretch out our hand over the sea. May we just, God's compelled us to preach or teach or disciple or lead. We don't know what's going on. We're just following the will of the Lord, the command of the Lord. Um, I even thought this morning as I was looking at this text again, may every time a preacher enters the pulpit, may it be like the first time ever that he's preached. First time you know you have nothing, and you're depending on the Lord. And um, after 35 years of pastoring, I still know that I have nothing, and I'm just depending on the Lord. But um, Moses stretched out his hand, just following the Lord, stretched out his hand over the sea, and then these next three words, and the Lord. Okay, so this is, this is the turning point. Moses obeyed. The Lord followed, and the Lord. I think that could summarize almost every one of our prayer sessions, and the Lord, and the Lord. We pray, and the Lord. We cry out, and the Lord. We, we lift up somebody, and the Lord. He caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind. Hmm. Reminds me of the work of the Holy Spirit, the wind. The Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind. And we can pray for a strong working of the Holy Spirit, even this weekend, even right now as we're praying. May we pray for this strong wind of the Holy Spirit. Wow. Wow. Um unmistakable working of the Holy Spirit, strong to the point where it's not resistible. You cannot resist the working of the Holy Spirit. Strong 
east. May that be the case while we're praying. But then these next few words is really what caught my eye all that night. So Moses probably dropped his hand, but the wind kept going all that night and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. So all that night, hmm, God was moving, the wind was blowing all that night. Now, I know I've told you one. Of, I've told this story before. I just don't remember how long it's been. It's been a while. Um, when I was pastoring in Colorado, we had an evangelist by the name of Bill Hall come and take a week of meetings. And the very first Sunday morning that Bill spoke, there was a man that came at the invitation of somebody else, an unbelieving gentleman, mid-30s, uh, very accomplished. He was an architect, very tall, dark and handsome kind of guy. And... Um, Sat through the service, the Sunday morning service. I greeted him at the door, and he said, you people are nuts. He said, there, this is, I'm not coming back. This is, he was hostile. He was hostile. And uh, he said, this is, this is not a place for me. And he didn't. We had services that Sunday night. We had services every night that next week. He didn't come back until Monday night. And Monday night, he came back, and he looked even more agitated than he had on Sunday morning. And he said, I don't know why I'm here. I just know I didn't sleep all night long. And all I could hear was Bill Hall's voice in my head. (laughs) And I'm just going to tell you, God worked all night. Okay, the wind of the Holy Spirit blew all night. And that person named Bill trusted Christ on Monday night. And, um, And I wrote down in my notes... Last night, if God can do it to one man, God can do it to a hundred thousand. And I think we could pray. Let's just pray for a strong wind of the Holy Spirit all night long, even all night tonight, even all night tomorrow night, that God would bring many people to himself. Moses stretched out his hand just like a pastor would get up in the pulpit. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea The Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land. Now, this is not converting unbelievers, but the parallel is here of the work of the Holy Spirit and even the continued work of the Holy Spirit all night long. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground, opposite from normal, which is what God does, opposite from normal, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. Could have been, I mean, they're looking at this and thinking, what a great God. And even the Egyptians knew God was at work. Even the Egyptians knew. They weren't following. They weren't God followers. They were following, but they weren't God followers. And uh, may even our unbelieving friends know that God is at work. God is at work. I don't understand those Christians. In fact, I'm hostile to them, but I can't deny that God's at work. And may we pray that way.